1: I appreciate the speaker. I appreciate the uh, ability to address a few of my colleagues here on the floor of the House. I would note, though, here we are again. We're sitting here at the precipice of a government funding uh, running out. And I hear all my colleagues talking about uh, how great it is. We're going to come up with some great big omnibus bill. And I'm hearing that from my colleagues on both sides of the aisle. Nobody in America wants us to plus up more spending irresponsibly nobody in america wants to say oh let's pat ourselves on the back now because some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle are saying well you know what it's time now to ban russian oil it's not good enough to ban russian oil if we're not going to open up american oil and gas all we're going to do is provide more money to venezuela more money to saudi more money to iran But yet that's being touted as a victory. And some of my colleagues on this side of the aisle are saying, okay, good. Oh, this is great. But my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, they don't want any oil. They don't mind your gas being $4, $7, $10 a gallon. Don't get played. But my colleagues on this side of the aisle are about to get played. And everybody back home is saying, what are you going to do to stop vaccine mandates? Nothing. What are you going to do to secure the border? And my colleagues on this side of the aisle are going to say, oh, don't worry, we're going to give you more money for ICE, more money for Border Patrol. But you know what that does? It makes it worse. Because you're funding the processing of people at our border. Because that's all Border Patrol and ICE are doing. But my colleagues on this side of the aisle are going to say, oh, look at us. We did something for you for border security. It ain't true. It's going to make it worse. And anybody who's been to the border, anybody who talks to Border Patrol, anybody who talks to ICE knows that's true. We're not going to get a vaccine mandate. We're not going to get a secure border. And we're not going to get more oil and gas being produced in America. And then we're going to say, great, let's have a vote and send more lethal aid to Ukraine. And we're not even going to have a debate down here about what we're doing and funding Ukraine with Putin rolling over Ukraine. All we're doing is backroom deal making waiting for somebody to drop a bill on the floor of the house and then come down and vote yes or no that is a disgusting display by both sides of this body we ought to have a full and open debate on the floor of the house about what we're doing in sending arms to ukraine how much we're spending what it means for our involvement what it means for nato what it means for stopping putin and stop spending money we don't have stop funding tyranny Stop forcing Americans to get a jab or lose their job. Stop leaving the border wide open and stop selling the American people a bill of goods. And I'm looking directly at my party when I say that. And I yield back.
0: Well, Chip Roy ain't too happy Democrats passed the $1.5 trillion spending bill package. There was a little bit of disarray there for a little while. Even with the Democratic Party, although they want to blame the Republican Party per normal, the Democratic Party was in a little bit disarray trying to figure out what they did. They actually had to take a pause for about four hours, correct something in the bill, come back and try to get it passed. I'm going to go over all of that and all the numbers with you here shortly. I think I've come up with a name, Triple F, FFF, Fat Fact Friday. <laughs> yes. Here's my fat fun fact for you. I'm going to the uh, Freedom Tour on the 19th in uh, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, so I'll be there. If you're going to be there, you will see my uh, self and all of my fat glory. Uh, I'm going to go over there and listen to Trump and everybody else speak. So it should be a good time. So for my little journey that I'm taking on that day, I decided to have a shirt made. That has my podcast emblem on the back, very large, and uh, with the word podcast above it, shoulder to shoulder, and a little emblem on the front breast, so that way, as I'm walking around, I am my own giant billboard, just to help promote myself. I've been extremely busy, and if you listen to the podcast all week, you know the kids have been a little bit under the weather, so sleep is uh, not real great. But I've been as busy as ever So I had a buddy of mine take it over to a t-shirt shop To ask them what they're going to charge me um, To have it printed on a couple t-shirts So I get a phone call from my friend Keep in mind this is supposed to be a friend Uh, I get a phone call from a friend and he says Hey, uh, I'm here at the shop The guy doesn't have any of your shirts in stock of your size Uh, He goes, you know what? Let me let you talk to him. So I end up talking to the guy. We go over everything. I agree to pick up a couple shirts, drop them off to him. He's going to do the print. He explains the price. Okay. So my buddy gets back on the phone and he goes, yeah, man. When I walked in here, the first thing I said was, uh, hey, I need to get this print done. The guy's like, no problem. He goes, there's just one problem. <laughs> and the guy said to him, what's that? He goes, oh, my buddy needs a shirt this particular size and the guy goes oh damn homie (laughs) which really uh, you know if I had uh (laughs) easily hurt feelings I think they might have got hurt right there he says oh damn homie he said uh you know that ain't gonna look right on that shirt he's too big I gotta go with a different printing style because that's gonna just be a little 12 by 12 on the back it's gonna look like you know Uh, A a spot of white chalk on a blackboard Because I'm going with a black shirt With a white print (laughs) So he goes Oh yeah 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 He's a big fat guy but don't worry He's just trying to promote himself And I'm sure it'll be okay And he goes "Uh, Can he work with any other sizes And my friend Remember Said yeah I just don't know if there's that many sheep In town (laughs) So I guess after that nice little tidbit That's when I got the phone call Yes Well, fun fact I called up the guy today To see if the shirt will be ready by Monday he said, yeah, we'll have it all done Monday Come check it out This is the design, cool The problem I had with the conversation Was he didn't call me out by name He goes, oh, you're the fat guy (laughs) And I said, uh, yeah I'm the fat guy. And I said, you know, man, I'm just really feeling the love between you and my supposed friend. So my fun fact for you is if you happen to be of a larger size You might just want to do your own legwork no matter how busy you are to avoid stupid conversations like the one I had to have where this guy has no idea what I look like, but I'm sure he'll understand when I go to pick up the shirts. And then if your feelings tend to get hurt when people call you names, you could avoid having your feelings hurt. So that was my FFF, Fat Fact Friday. If you like the name, cool. If you don't like the name, send me a better one. All right, Democrats, $1.5 trillion spending nightmare. Once again, we're spending more money than we have. We're $30 trillion in debt. The Democrats don't seem to care. As a matter of fact, a good majority of the Republicans in the House don't seem to care because the bill passed with uh, a wild majority in one of two cases. How The, uh, the bill was separated into two, into two votes. The first half, which focused on security funding, passed with a 361 vote for and a 69 vote against. You remember the House is almost evenly split. It's about a 200 and say 10 to 200. I forget the number offhand. I don't have it in front of me, but it's about evenly split, which means they had a large amount of the GOP House members vote with the Democrats. Um, For the second half featuring the remainder of the spending it passed with 260 votes for and 171 against. Uh, House Speaker Pelosi came out later on and gave a statement about it. It's what it is. The one problem that they had and why they had to take a break and split it into two bills is the bill originally had 15 billion dollars set aside for coronavirus aid. However Pelosi ended up moving to strip the coronavirus aid after facing steep opposition from her own caucus. Democrats agreed uh, to include the offset in the bill, but many Democrats across the spectrum raised concerns about the bill and they wanted it removed prior to voting on it. So they ended up having to do that. Funny thing was when Nancy Pelosi came out to speak about it, her first words were because of Republicans' insistence. Not her own party, she just blatantly lied and blamed the republican party for it instead of saying that her own people now this is the very same bill that they are giving 13 billion dollars in humanitarian economic and military assistance to ukraine to deal with what's happening over there with russia attacking them uh the legislation also includes a provision to expand Diversity, Equality, and Inclusion at the Office of Director of National Intelligence. Um, There is a lot of leftist, woke, and climate change caveats throughout this entire bill. In the bill, they're going to plan to spend over $100 billion on new Green Deal initiatives to advance racial justice throughout the Department of Agriculture programs. I don't know what that means. I guess we're going to see if it passes the Senate. It has only passed the House at this point. It still has to get through the Senate. We'll see. Uh, The bill contains $100 million for environmental justice activities at the uh, EPA and $75 million for low or zero-emission vehicles. They also planned on uh, adding $26 billion in food stamps funding. This is the first uh, spending bill that they have passed to include earmarks. They do not give any protections from Chinese espionage in grants to the uh, National Science Foundation. The uh, NIH funding will be funded an additional ten percent, so they're getting another ten percent, and it provides sixty-six million for the Reach, and it, which is an increase of about eight million from last year. The Heritage Foundation also found that the bill would send taxpayer funds. Once again, to Planned Parenthood, which, you know, Democrats are a heavy advocate of. So once again, this is another massive spending bill and the Democrats are getting a bunch more items on their wish list and they had a pretty heavy um, support or they had pretty heavy support from a lot of GOP House members. I would advise you to see how your local House members voted on this bill. Call them up and challenge them and ask them to explain themselves how they could vote to spend that much money when we are $30 trillion in debt. And especially with all of the nonsense that's in it. Now, one of the excuses that you may get from your local representative will be that Nancy Pelosi sent the bill out and called for a vote within 24 hours of receiving it. And the bill is 2,700 pages. So once again, the Democrats are up to their old tricks. They put these big, massive bills out. They give you limited time to read them, and they just want to vote on them. All they try to highlight are items like the Aid to Ukraine, to make it look as if Republicans vote against it. Look at how bad these Republicans are. They voted against it. They don't want to help Ukraine. They don't want to help these poor suffering people. So they could use it as a PR stunt. To make themselves look better. Make Republicans and the GOP look worse. It's an old trick. They've been doing it for a very long time. Regardless. They should not be voting for this bill. I don't care how poor it looks. To people in America. I don't. That means nothing to me. You need to check with your representative, and if they did happen to vote for this, you need to seriously consider if they are coming up this November, maybe changing over and voting for somebody who is pro-American that would have looked at this bill and said, no, we're not passing this with all your nonsense in there. If you want it so bad and you want it so fast, take all that nonsense out, only put in there what is absolutely needed And then we'll go forward. And if you can't abide by those rules, then you know what? If the government's got to shut down, let it shut down. I mean, they act like it's the worst thing in the world if the government shuts down. How many agencies really, truly stop working if the government shuts down? We've been through shutdowns before. Did your life change at all during those shutdowns? I mean, does that scare you? Does that even motivate anybody still to these days? Shut down. And you know what? While you shut down, I don't think any of you should get a paycheck. Okay, let's save some money here. I think while we're shut down, since you're not working anyways, you shouldn't get a paycheck. They're trying to rush it through because they claim they don't want to shut down. But the point is, they're all getting ready to go home because session is over. So since the session's over, they all get to go home now and live their lives and do what they want to do and come up with their next scheme. I'm sure the next scheme that they'll be working on is uh, what they're going to do about November. I'm sure they're going to start devising a plan to attack for November because we're eight months out. It's approaching rapidly. I mean, look at how fast January and February have gone. I mean, we're in March, and we're almost in mid-March. I mean, we're, we're right around the corner from mid-March here. A couple days, we're in mid-March. March will be over in the blink of an eye. Two weeks later, boom, you're done. And I mean, we're getting closer and closer. So they really need to devise a plan on how to try to manipulate you to vote for them when the time comes. One thing that should make you feel very comfortable and I mean very comfortable, in voting for the Democrats would be this lovely article that I found that uh, satellite images indicate first construction at a shut-down North Korea nuclear test site in four years. Recent commercial satellite images of North Korea's Ri nuclear test site, and that was probably said wrong, which the communist regime claimed that it destroyed in 2018. So they have resumed construction on that. Isn't the world so much more safe under Sleepy Creepy? It gives you the warm and fuzzies. Don't you feel like voting for more reckless spending, voting for the world to be more unsafe? We have wars breaking out everywhere. Russia and China are really cozying up to each other. It's just, it's so nice to see how friendly they're being with each other. All of this is a major concern. And if you vote for people that have radical ideas, if you vote for people who are not sane, This is what's going to continue to happen, and imagine where we're going to be three years from now. I don't even know if we'll have an election to get to. This is not a fear, I'm not using a fear tactic here on you, it's just my observation. If you look at how bad things are going within a year of this geriatric patient, what do you think things are going to be like, In another three years, especially if he's getting support from both the House and the Senate. If we can stop the House and the Senate, then we can simmer things down. But if we do not, if we do not take the House and we do not take the Senate or at least one or the other, I mean, this is the path we're on. And it only ends in one disastrous place. And that is on its way. Um, I made a video earlier about the whole don't say gay bill in Florida, which is, ugh, Jesus, I'm so angered by this attempt to smear Florida, smear Ron DeSantis, they want to make it look as if something's happening that is not Obviously, the people that are claiming that it's a don't-say-gay bill, which it has nothing to do with, that's not even in the bill. That's a joke. It's only five pages long, too. By the way, it's really quick and easy reading. Would not be hard for anybody to find this out, and you can fact-check everybody that's telling you it's a don't-say-gay bill. There it is. Mainstream media is doing their best to try to attack and make everything look wrong. But what's even more annoying than mainstream media doing what they normally do is now we're having a... um, congresswoman from Orlando calling on Disney to do something about it what in the hell is Disney going to do about it who elected Disney why would anybody listen to what Disney has to say when did Disney become God and when did Disney decide what we do here in our state I don't care If Magic Kingdom's here, I don't care what Disney theme parks are here. That means absolutely nothing to me. You are a corporation. You are not elected. So the fact that the Disney CEO claims he called Ron DeSantis to express his disapproval (laughs) means nothing to anyone I don't know how this helps other than aggravate the situation and now people are getting upset with Disney because Disney didn't do enough to stop this I would like to know how they're going to stop it you can't there's no way you could stop that as you shouldn't be able to because again you are a corporation this whole don't say gay bill nonsense is completely out of hand and I don't even know why we are continuing to talk about it it's over Ron DeSantis is going to sign the bill. So if that upsets you, that you can't go out of your way with children under the age of eight to talk to them about their sexuality or their gender preference or what gender they are today, if that upsets you and you are out protesting for their rights to be able to have a teacher who is a stranger to kids when they first get to them in the beginning of the school year, don't even know them, that that teacher can't talk to that kid about anything sexual, if that bothers you, I'm thinking we need names and numbers because all of you need to be investigated, you are way too involved in that nonsense, and you are more than likely pedophiles, oh yeah, that's right, pedos, And I feel totally comfortable saying that because if you could tell me that when I go to a school board concerned about the curriculum that's being taught to my children to make sure that you're not teaching them things to hate themselves, hate other people, hate their country, and you want to call me a terrorist for doing that, and you want to put me on some type of a watch list for going and expressing my concern that you're teaching them nonsense— And now I'm a terrorist, if you can call me a terrorist, oh, I can certainly turn that one around and say, if you are advocating to go out and talk to eight-year-olds and under about sex, you are, in fact, a pedophile. See how this works? Yeah. Mine is more reasonable. Sorry, you want to call me a terrorist? You got them teaching my kids uh, false information to make them hate themselves Hate this country and you're indoctrinating them, yeah, it's more understandable that I'm there and you want to call me a terrorist. I think it's very common sense to uh, assume and expect that an eight year old, any questions that they have relating to anything sexual, if there even is one, is best answered by their parent, not a teacher. Someone on the payroll, somebody who has an agenda. Sorry, not by them. That's just my take on it. All right, it is Friday. Thank God, because this has been a long week for me. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Um, if you'd like to rate and review me, please do so. All the social media nonsense and everything, you know the drill. Enjoy your weekend. Have, to- have fun time with your family. We'll do it again on Monday.